You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. I just thought if I, I was trying to do something, but you guys were just too into your phones. Why am I bad at this on this, on this? I was just waiting. Ow. Ow. I was waiting for you guys. I didn't realize we were starting. I just, I just my made bad. a, I made a mystery. When, when the, usually the podcast starts when the talking starts. Yeah, but you New sound rule. like you were rambling. People here talk all the time. No, I was rambling because there were two people not looking at me while I was speaking. People talk all the time. There's a lot of talking happening. Um, So I was just trying to tell you guys about what the first episode was about. You have undivided attention. Go. So I just wanted to make sure. I had a thing in my head, and you guys didn't let me What would you like me to do with my hands? I I was just trying to, what I was going to do artistically, and now Mm. it's shot. I'm going to let you guys know. Is I was going to tell you a lot of the story, and then towards the end, I was going to hit record. So you guys, so like the end, it was kind of like picking up where I left off kind of thing. Yes. But now I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, and that we'll see how much in, of this makes it. It feels invasive. Okay. So, um, welcome. Thank you. Chris 3, part t- or episode two. Did you think I'd make it the two episodes? Um, uh, listen, yes, I did, because this is very much in your wheelhouse. Al, did you think I'd quit before two episodes? I did. I thought we had recorded three or four. Already. I did. I deleted Here's all. The problem. Of them. Here's I the problem. You can't do that. He can't listen. He he's got to stop it. Okay, because we are the worst when it comes to that. We mm. don't watch ourselves. We're very critical of ourselves. He deletes. We've recorded some really good ones, and he listens and deletes unnecessarily. I agree. And I do it really fast, so I can't take it back. Like I, I like empty the trash. I do it as fast as I possibly can. So to answer your question, yes, we recorded. A few. I'm going to say three, maybe. And, um, no. We're back to square one. Um, I mean, Foul Territory Days, we shot a TV show where people had to be on time for three months before it ever made it to air. That's how, remember? We started filming in January. We didn't, we didn't, we started filming Foul Territory. That's a show that no one uh, listening to this ever watched, but shout out to Nando. Um, not, he's not the reason that nobody watched it. I sh- that sounded like it was. That was a great show. It was fun. But if you recall, Al, we started filming in January. It didn't air till April. We made, we made everyone show up for three months of practicing until I felt like we had a good enough show to air it. We kept pushing it back. I think in that kind of a thing, it does make more sense. You know, the funny part about it is, you know, we've, um, we, we've done podcasts for quite a while. You know, with the hit show, Dear Albie, we were, were very used to it. Well, Mom, we and started with Mom. Mom had two podcasts, I believe, before Dear Albie started, and it was a, a big, hey, we might as well use the equipment. You know, a little little history of the podcast history. There you go. The, the equipment was already here. Mom, welcome so, to Christory, by the way. Sorry, Al, we, we have recorded so many times that it feels like it's not your first time here, but it is. It this is, is your first one. Sorry. It is. Sorry, Al, go ahead. Well, that, and that in and of itself is a big deal, but... You know, I, I think that we're seeing, number one, it's very different hosting a show than, than being on a show. And number two, it's 
it's a different kind of a, a tactic. You're you like to be prepared. You're you're very um, meticulous. I, I, but I think that would surprise people, right? I feel like people think that I'm like a turn the mic on and I get started guy. You are. You're both though, but with because of your curiosity level, you go down these rabbit holes that can take you to all different dimensions of a show. So. Yeah, you're so, both. So do you want to hear about the rabbit hole that I went down to the last... Hour? I know you guys know about the Muhammad Ali thing. I talked to you about it for a while. Um, manifestation. Al, I feel like you're a good person for this because you were mm-hmm. like a Napoleon Hill guy for a long time. Maybe you still are. Did I say the name right? I, uh, Napoleon Hill, yes. Um, do you, I was. How caught well, up are you? I suppose M to an extent. So what I wanted to do, because I don't want people to think that I've gone soft, because I feel like I have a reputation as someone super tough. All right. Where do you think you get that I'm from? Just, I'm just joking. I don't know where that's from. I, it's just the opposite. Is that how I don't, you feel I don't think that. I don't think I actually you, have that you reputation. You take it wrong with it. I just thought it'd be fun to say. Okay. Um, no, I, but I do think I. I. It was my last episode was a lot about the power of manifestation and what it did to Cassius Clay, who became Muhammad Ali, and uh, he really predicted his whole life in in one short short term. And um, I don't want anyone to be confused with me thinking like, "Hey, go out there and just say it, and it'll be done." Because I do think a lot of what you hear in the business, because it's a business of manifesting and positivity, is horseshit. Um, and I wanted to talk about maybe more of the dangers of that, as well as the good, just our experiences with it. But there's other, like, Haley Bieber feels like another example of manifestation to me that fe- seems a little bit more harmful. Well, a couple things. You're going to have to educate me on that specifically, which is good. It's what we're doing here. But I'm excited to be a guest on this because I feel like um, there's going to be some sparks because I don't agree with you at all. Yeah, that's the point. That's what I like to do. So actually what I said, Mom, so, you listened to the last episode. How did I end it? When I said, now my next I want to talk to you about how all of it's bullshit because right. I want to see both sides of right. this. Right. So, so you're playing devil's advocate. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of what this show is, I think. Cause I, I think it's important. Here's my thing when it comes to arguing. And I think a lot of people know this about me that know me. I can argue any side. I, I, I like... I will, if you are a big, you know, I'm just going to say colors like blue and red. Oh man. That's, oh, I try to avoid, I try to avoid See? politics. Man. Jesus. So no, I, your whole story about who sees blue. Oh versus yeah. Yes, that's a whole well, that thing, could be yeah. Crips or Bloods. So, right. So let's just, whatever. Right. Devils versus Rangers. I don't think anyone can be completely right. You know what I mean? So I, 100%. I, I can hear all the sides of all the arguments and, and that's not a skill or a talent. It's just common not being sense. a total asshole. It's common sense. Hey, guys. Fall is back. That means that school is back. That means sports are back. That means business is back. Work is back. All the things that we run away from in the summer are back here in our lives. And that limits our time, right? So with that, it's hard to cook, especially cook what you want, and stay on track. So with convenient meals for jam-packed days, factor America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit to help you fuel up breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time. You're going to eat well. You're going to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. With Factor, you could skip the extra trip to the grocery store and skip all of the chopping, prepping, cleaning up, too, while getting all the flavor, nutrition, quality that you need. Fresh, never-frozen meals ready in just two minutes. So all you're going to need to do is heat and enjoy and go back to crushing your goals, doing everything you have to do, enjoying this beautiful fall weather. You know the deal. 35 fresh, never-frozen meals, flavor-packed, already in two minutes. I know I already said it. But sometimes I get excited. I got to say it again because I just don't believe it. Personally, I love the garlic filet and roasted pepper risotto, Cajun spice barramundi, both fresh, delicious. I have a crazy life. I'm never in one place at once. So for me to eat the way that I've been eating with Factor in two minutes has been a godsend for me. So 
Do the same. Go to factormeals.com. Get meals ready when you need them. Factormeals.com slash Chris350 and use the Chris350 to get 50% off. That is code Chris350 at factormeals.com slash Chris350 to get 50% off. 50%. Why are you still listening to me? Go. So understanding arguments and, and seeing where people come from, it's, I think it's how you grow. And um, so I don't like to just say, oh, manifestation's stupid. Even though it's where my heart goes first. Listen, be you, man. So um, I wanted to go into the positive so no one thinks I'm just like a hater. But I did say, and this is what I want to get into later, I, I wanted like an onion. Okay? I'd like to peel back peel back, the layers. peel back all of our skins and show that we're vulnerable people all right. that have made that have failed mm. a lot. So um, really quick with that, though, just to I want to just put this out there. Not that I want to get right to the nucleus of the argument, but you're already agreeing with me. You're, you're in a paradox. You just said manifestation is bullshit. No, I said sometimes I think it's bullshit. Sometimes you think it's bullshit. But wouldn't that be a manifestation of its own? Well, I think the the argument, the issue for me is people think it's just add manifestation. You know what I mean? Like it's just add water, just that. No, just add manifestation. Wake up, add manifesting, and then so you're good. Yeah, I'm so just saying if you think manifestation is bullshit and it turns out to be bullshit, did you manifest bullshit? You, no, I, that, he's saying that there are some people that read these things that are, you know, uh, you know what? Let me Google something real please. quick. Please. So right. while you're doing that, can I tell you about Haley Bieber and what I think is a, an odd form of manifestation? Because it's kind of what brought me to the, the Muhammad Ali thing I found. I thought it was really interesting. And then I was looking for it didn't have to be bad because obviously it seems like Haley and Justin Bieber have a cool thing going on. But you don't know anything about what's happening out there in the world within the in I heard the, some in, stuff. In pop culture, so I heard there was mean girl world. things. Yeah, I happening. think the Scandoval um, kind of consumed it, but it was really catching legs for a minute. Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber, you know about their whole thing? Their life. I really, I truly. Well, I know they did. Yeah, 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 right. Sure. So the lovely I Selena am, Gomez. Listen, this is not a show. The lovely Selena Gomez, a lady. Mm-hmm. A, a proper lady. Let me just put that out there first, okay? Murders in the building. If you don't think she's the most charming person on that show, you're she's wrong. Adorable. Um, and just to hold your own with Steve Martin and Martin Short, like to be in that company and, and like not be out overshadowed. Right. And we're gonna talk about that building in a minute too, okay. actually. Yes, so are. I don't know, but we're okay. No, you know the building. The only murders I know in the, the building, yeah. of course. We're obsessed so, with it. Um, we can't tell anybody where it is. Oh yeah, I guess we can't. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So um, okay, yeah, we can. I got a thing. So. Okay. Um, when Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez were dating, Haley Bieber apparently found them to be goals. She found them to be goals. Goal, hashtag goals. Ha- she was very much, ups- there's videos of them at breakfast or brunch or whatever, and a bunch of fans taking pictures, and Haley Bieber's one of the fans. She has similar tattoos to, uh, um, to... Selena Gomez, sorry. They had she had similar tattoos, similar Instagram posts, motivational things, like months apart. This isn't what the episode's about. So anyone that's gonna get upset at me for fact checking, this is a hard I'm going against I'm starting a beef with some people right now too, because it's a very contentious thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think the mean girls thing set in. I think Haley Bieber's best friend is Kendall Jenner. I'm I'm just learning this. So no, this ahead. is here's where I'm fuzzy. I'm being honest with you. And then Selena's best friend is Taylor Swift. Well, that here's explains my thing. why they lost Instagram followers. You don't want Taylor Swift smoke. Do you know Taylor Smith is like Omar from the Taylor Wire? Taylor Smith. You don't mess Smith. with Taylor. Did I say Smith? Swift. Oh, you said Smith. You said Smith. Oh, you know what? Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. 
You don't mess with Taylor Swift. No. She her she got like a Beyonce level following of of angry young ladies. I wish you guys saw Chris's face when he said that. His eyes bugged out of his head when he mentioned Taylor Swift. Well, uh, why? Why would they? Bug I'm just saying, like, like you. Well, because like, I'm afraid of her. It. I'm afraid of her. Yeah, because so um, and not afraid of her in like a. These are all powerful young women in their own right. Right, and they and their fans don't fuck around. But who? Rose so to Al, the top. So now, all this stuff. So what happens is I don't know what started it. There was something catty between. Uh, and it was all fans, by the way. I don't think any of the celebrities have said a thing. Uh, but I, the fans would, start piecing things together. Uh, no one publicly said anything as far as I and know. And P.S., why does anybody care? Uh, the, I mean, it's, it's... It's the world we live in. That's you know, it. That's the problem. Why, Go ahead. That's the only reason we have a podcast is for these people. We yeah, should thank them insanity. every day. So the the idea really is now um, she manifested a life with Justin Bieber. She was in love with him. She was posting it. She was doing... And she was acting like Selena Gomez. She she was doing, saying things she says, doing things she does, getting Justin tattoos was that she with has. Selena. Yes, she emulated Selena. Okay, caught Justin's eye. Was going to places ultimately where they land, were. Ultimately, lands Justin. Lands him. Marries him. Marries mm-hmm. him. That's weird to me, mm-hmm. but not my business. But she was proactive in her but manifestation. What I'm getting is she wanted something. So give her that. She put it out there, and she got it. Proactive but, in a matter of specific, you can't you can't hate the girl. But for now that. it's all kind of coming out. So I guess what my point is, if you're going to manifest something, and you're going to do it, I think you have to be all in. The way Muhammad Ali was, the Proactive. way Haley Bieber was, right? And putting it out there. The thing is, once it's out there, it's going to stay there. So if you have, you have these, these I wouldn't call them odd, but these like kind of thirsty posts about Selena and Justin, or whatever. And now you're in this beef in this triangle with them. You look like somebody that wanted this to happen. And I think that's why fans are having so much fun with it is because it's like, oh, you're just like us. You were kind of thirsty for it and all that. You see it in sports a lot. Is there proof to this, though? Or are we? Are we, are we oh, it's all the follower. It's apparently all in an arms race for followers. Right. And Selena Gomez has more followers than anyone in the world, apparently. I did not know Which that. Which was shocking to me. And this, I don't know what kicked it off, but this is, I should She's say. She's adorable, yes. It's but all I'm fans. shocked by that. The, the actual, like, the, the celebrities involved, I don't think... I think there was a Mean Girls thing somewhere. Whatever. But um, that's my... my I, that's Chris theory, right? I have to tie in something old to something new. And that's what I did. Um, okay. And I think that's an odd form because it's like... She's getting a lot of shit for being, like, thirsty about Justin Bieber. But from the people, her fans and, and the younger generation... Are that right? The people that promote what they want and publicly, and 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 I'm sure all of them have proclaimed some kind of love for Justin Bieber or someone like him. Mm-hmm. And now, had they fallen into the same situation where they end up with, ending up with him, they might have egg in their face later on. So it's just a weird. You see what I'm saying? Well, like you're saying do you not she, see both sides of this coin. But really, what you're saying is that she manifested what she wanted. Yes, but in in. Intentionally or not intentionally. Now the whole world knows it, well, and it's almost being used against her. Yeah, but how did they not know this before, though? Because she, she's just... Well, I'm, she I'm not attacking her. her. I'm just saying... I'm saying by, I'm saying by, the, by the, the social media aspect of things, you know, it's so insane to me that there is a war going on because all this girl did was put out there through social a media. A cold war. You know, but it she, is a war. She, she manifested truly what she wanted. So... Okay, she copied Selena in a lot of ways, but that's just a kid being a kid. You have to remember how young these guys, kids are. They're young. No, I, again, I don't think any of the celebrities did anything wrong. Right. That I know. Again, somebody might message me right when this airs and tell me how wrong I am, but it's really just my point is everyone's going to know what you did. If you really want something bad enough to put it out there, it, you're going to get it, and you get it. 
how you got it, everyone's going to take notice of. Not to say she should be embarrassed or anything, but it's now being used against her yeah, but for, for succeeding. That's if you put it out there publicly. Now, look, here's the thing. And it's it's kind of an awkward conversation for me to have because I'm friends with Justin. So I was going to ask if you wanted to talk about your friendship with it's Justin. It's a little bit different since since Justin and I are friends. It, it's, <laughs> it's hard for me to opine on this because she's kind of like, to me... You know, I haven't met her, but she's, right. like, she's like a sister. <laughs> right. Not that you know what I mean. <laughs> not that we've met, but like, and I don't think they were dating when we and shit. When you, I, we met him, but when you met him, because you guys hit it off apparently differently than than big me time. and I did. Yeah, big time. Um, I don't know if they were dating or not. I don't. But it doesn't I don't matter. No, spiritually, it's, it's not even sister. about that. You know what it is? I support him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I did a charity event years ago. Mm-hmm. Event years ago with her father, and a lovely fellow. Yes. Hey, you know, like there's, but to me, I, 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 I object the notion of, I guess you could say this is a manifestation, but it's not how I personally think you would apply the, the lessons of, of, you know, anybody who's trying to attract something to them. I want to be very, very clear. I'm not somebody that watches The Secret and then is like, oh, I'm going to think Ferrari and I'm going to wake up and it's in the driveway. I, I don't like that at all. I have I was exposed to stuff like that, read deeper from where it kind of came from, and then actually got into like even like neuroscience and stuff like that, just like being a nerd and re- reading up on that stuff when I was still, you know, like I suppose reading. I'm, I'm The pendulum has swung in the other direction quite a bit mm. since what, then. What are you doing now? Well... Did you give up? Did you step away from reading? Did it no, make you someone you don't like? No, no, no. I, 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 it's not about that. I think that, I think that as an industry, self-help books, you know, they exist. They're, they function, most of them, off of a variety of the same principles, right? And there's a lot of really interesting backstories on even how Napoleon Hill got started and everything, but... I broke it down in a practical way because I thought that I was actually manifesting the opposite. I thought I had a very bad attitude and it was creating bad results because I was angry about things all the time. And that was a very helpful thing for me to learn how to control. An energy, energy versus manifestation. Here's what I really think it comes down to in a lot of ways. Life is just a chain reaction, really, of actions, okay? Actions are, you know... Decisions, decisions are choices, right? The way that your brain processes reality affects how you make choices, which affects how you make the decision you make, which affects the actions you take. And that is what creates the world around you. And I don't think that you're really, if, if you're coming from a place and you can recognize it of, I feel... X about myself, whatever it is. I, I, I don't like how I look or I don't like this. I don't like that. I feel depressed and you're angry or you don't feel like you're in a good job or like you're mad at your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever. You end up internalizing a lot of those emotions. They dominate your thoughts. And all of a sudden, that's where you start manifesting things because you just start acting that way, so it's you, based you start, on your energy and what you put out. In, well, in your, your, you can call it energy to me. It's like it's like a consciousness energy, whatever you want to call it. It's what you're thinking about. But so like, if I'm thinking immediately, right? If I'm thinking right away, okay. Let's say you're introducing me to a friend, and I don't know them at all. I've never ever ever met them. Nothing, okay. And you are going on and on and on as we get there that their husband 
is the worst person on the planet. Okay. This, 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 this doesn't, you know, you're, you're pulling no punches. He's, he's a total jerk. He treats her like this, like that. You're going to go in there with a bias towards that person Correct. immediately. Yes. Okay. And no matter what this person says, you're going to have your guard up. That's not that different with everything else in life. You're, you're filtering your thoughts through, okay, here's what I want. And you naturally start taking uh, actions that attract you to what but, that but is. But I think my, what I'm sorry, what I'm getting at it, and to your, or to my point rather, is it goes back to the just add manifestation point where you're talking about changing your life and living a life differently. I think people think a little bit like Santa Claus where it's like, I'm going to write down on a certain day of the month or because the moon looks a certain way, or I'm just going to say it and believe it what I want, but I'm not going to do anything with my life to change it. A big part of it, I I think people think there's some gravitational pull. It's not, it's just changing your life. That's my thing. You don't, you're not just writing down it or your habits, but you need to start. You wouldn't in a very, very shark infested water, you wouldn't be like, I'm going to jump in and I'm not going to get bit because this, there are circumstances in there that make me think you're going to get fucking pretty bit. So I don't think just saying you have to, okay, let me find water that's, that's, that I should be diving in and depths that I'm able to swim. Let me understand the sharks because then maybe I'm going to encounter a few. No matter where I go, I can encounter some. I should be able to disarm. I should be able to run away. I should be know what to do in the face of something or someone trying to attack. I think that it's a, not just saying it. There's also, I think, two different lo- two different lanes of manifestation where you have the vision board, and on the vision board is the house and the car and the vacation, and then you have the other thought, which is a thought process. I'm going to read you. I just googled this. Okay, uh, a, a daily ritual for manifestation. Okay, this is different. I feel like. I am grateful for all that I have, and I focus on abundance in my life. I attract abundance in all areas of my life, including my finances, relationships, and health. I trust that the universe will always provide for me, and I am open to receiving abundance in unexpected ways. I am blessed beyond measure, and I live with my life with a grateful heart. Is this one of those things that you lit on fire and put in a bucket when it's like 11 o'clock at night out? See, I can't stand that. So so now, is this a thing where you say, okay, every day I'm going to say this, and I'm going to live and project a good energy versus the one that says what they say with manifestation. Well, you know what? If you want the car, if you want the house, you have to live like you have it already. Well, if you want to be rich, you have to dress like you are rich. It's you know kind of I mean? like them kind of saying thing. the you are the sum of your friends. It's like people say that. It, it's the this kind of thing. I think what Chris's point is, you having a goal, really, I know we're saying manifestation, but having a goal is worth nothing if you're not putting the work into it. And there are some right. people that just want to... And and I think that people, you can probably point to people that will, and we all know someone like this. Most people. That throw a quote up like they've mastered life on Instagram, and then they keep doing what they've been doing. They always get the same results a million times. That is a different, I I actually do think that's a good example of manifestation and and action. most of the most fucked up people I know. Yeah, but here's what they're doing. They are getting what, what their true intention is. It comes down to your intention. That person that's putting that out sometimes, okay, I think a lot of the time, like, for example, I would, uh, there was a period of my life where I lost a ton of weight. I was not posting gym selfies and saying, hey, I'm in the gym doing this, 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 or posting videos while I was in there. I was focused on what the end result was, okay, and that was that. There are plenty of people that do that 
and that's their right to do and whatever else, or somebody that says, oh, let me post a wise quote because they want to come off that way. Their manifestation, and their, their intention is essentially, I want people to think this is how well, I am. And, that's not necessarily he, how I want to be. All right, okay, but, you here. Know. When you went to Fordham, yeah. we went to, the, when you, uh, when you uh, decided you were going to go there, if you remember, we went to the Fordham bookstore and you, we got you a Fordham sweatshirt, right? I got a sticker. I bought a sticker that day. You don't know this. I'm telling you this for the first time. I bought a sticker. At that time, I was selling real estate, right? I put that sticker on my cubicle in my office for Fordham because I knew that I wanted to be able to put you through college where you didn't have to worry about paying any kind of tuition, which pat myself on my back, I did. Quick history right? lesson. Do you think anyone listening thought you had a cubicle shortly be- shortly before being, right? let me yeah. tell you something about my family, well, Carol. No, well, actually, have, while being, the, let me tell you. The cubicle turned into owning my own real estate company. So, P.S. Um, nobody knows that about me. But um, anyway. Well, uh, Die Hard to it. Wasn't that your storyline in the first uh, like, episode? Yeah, 30 like, seconds. Like literally 30 yeah, seconds. 30 seconds. I got to be a Die Hard, but you would know <laughs> it. Yeah, if you would die. So anyway, in my cubicle, I had that Fordham Ram sticker and every day I would look at that Fordham Ram sticker to know I have to produce and I have to work because I want to be the one to be able to say that I put you through college that Fordham Ram sticker was my motivation to work I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't uh, use it as a uh, you didn't go home after that you didn't say great I know what I want. Well, that... And so that lot, I didn't and, manifest that. That was my motivation. Well, no, but so think about it. No, 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 no. It's, it, it's not even so much a difference. Think about it, right? When your ma- manifestation, all you're really saying is, you know, you've produced an outcome, a uh, thought about outcome. Can I say something real quick, Al? I don't want to abuse the word either. You know what I mean when I yeah. talk about man, just the culture of like dream it, want family guy did an awesome wish it, want mm-hmm. it, do it episode where like Brian wrote an empty book and you're supposed to fill it out yourself. And it's that it's that. That mindset. I, I hope it's not. Again, I know the manifestation is kind of the root. Well, it, but it's not. I don't mean to pick sounds, on that one word. It well, obviously is all encompassing. It sounds to me like you, like you think manifestation is a real thing, but you think people abuse the term because they'd rather you put out there what. There's a lot of people that put out, "Hey, I'm trying to manifest blank." There's a crutch, and what I think because they does, want you to know, yeah. there's a crutch. It's almost like the type of thing where it's like, "Hey, you know, wait until." Five years from now, when I'm living in LA and I'm going to be a big star, and, you know what I mean? And it's just like, more, it feels more like calling your shot than hoping you're right. But I think I, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't want this to come off because I feel a little bit like I'm, I'm gonna get off my lawn person when I'm like just go to work and do that. It's not really the point what I'm saying either. I think it's almost insensitive when people, and this has become such a gut reaction, and. In the in the in the spirit of being honest, I haven't had things go away that I'm happy with in a lot of elements of my life in about a year or two. Okay, that's a fucking understatement. Mm-hmm. I don't like being told to stay pot. This is me, a friend of yours, and there are people with way worse problems than me. So now I'm speaking really on behalf of someone with bigger problems than I have. Um. By the way, what I just said, the first hint of that should have been that I did a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the the idea of it for me is listen to what the fuck I'm saying. Don't devalue what I'm saying by saying stay positive. Look at the bright side. God's will. It'll all work out. You're a good person and keep putting that good energy out there. That's not what I need to hear. I need to hear I screwed up. I need to hear I messed up. I need to hear that something's not OK. Don't devalue what I'm saying and not I don't know who needs to hear this but you are a rock star I don't need to hear it I need to hear something different 
And I don't like that these that a lot of people just it, it's so fast to say, oh, everything's going to be OK. You don't know what the hell someone's going through unless you ask. So don't keep telling people uh, stay positive and the universe always comes with good karma. And because sometimes the good people get fucking screwed. Hey, listen, a lot of times the good people get fucking screwed. But let, let, can we say that that manifest manifestation and goal setting are parallel? Well, yeah, of course. Well, they're no, the, you can't. No, what do you mean by parallel? They're the same thought. Well, they're part of the same equation. They wouldn't. They don't run side by side. Well, like goal setting. To me, is the first step. Manifestation is essentially, to me, the work of essentially the transportation to get there. You created, you know, I manifest this means I created this. But let's not pretend. So, in your point, a goal, I could set a goal to be the president of the United States, do no work to do it, and somehow stumble into that role. Not maybe not president of the United States, but you know, I could set a goal and stumble into it totally by happen chance, right? I can. Think about the little kid that was yodeling in the store. Remember that kid? Mm-hmm. He just fell into shit. Like, he's yodeling because he lived in Oklahoma or whatever. We fell and, into housewives. Yeah, exactly. So we can't say <laughs> maybe my it. goal one day was to be semi-famous or something like that. And it wasn't. It never really was. But maybe your goal is to help people or something like that. Or or we all probably had some indirect things that we want to do. I was eight, I was 18. So I don't know how much my goal was a strip club car wash at that time. Mm -hmm. But the, the idea is you didn't go out again. Again, I'm looking for an example. We are the perfect example, right? We wanted to to kind of do more, right? We, we felt the Brownstone, we watched the Brownstone go from what it was, which you're probably the most qualified person to speak to what that was, but not what it is today. A very small, you know, roast beef and chicken factory mm-hmm. uh, that did, you know, some nice little parties and events and to the point where your dad felt the need to help them mm-hmm. because they were good people. And that's how you met dad. Um, we we maybe aspired for more, but we fell into how much more we aspired. We felt, you know what I mean? We fell into that how much a, more. Such a confusing statement. And now everything. Well, was it? Was it? Are you confused by his? No, statement? I'm saying we. No, I, I know he's basically saying when we went and started our own business. Dad and all was an inspiration stuff. to everybody yeah. to do more. Right. We didn't. I never looked at. Sorry to cut you off. To, I didn't know I was being confusing. I looked at dad, and to me, our family business is taking something small and making it huge. Bye. How? By working. By working but your ass off. Exactly. But that's that's what the family business is. It's not right. catering. It's not chicken. Right. It's it's working, and it's growing, and it's building. So that's how we always looked at, at, at Dad. Our goals were never to continue the Brownstone's legacy or anything like that. It was always, I mean, I have no, you showed me a book that I wrote when I was like eight the other day. Mm-hmm. So we've always had these goals and these things, and, and we stumbled into a lot of it. I would have loved to have been a published author. I'm sure you would also. We didn't think it was ever actually going to happen. We didn't manifest that. Right. We fell into that. Right. So I don't know that ju- that manifestation and goal setting is the same because you can stump. I stumbled in. I've never let my anyone call me an author. Right. Because I didn't earn it. Mm-hmm. A- and um, so I do think there's a lot of people that do pretty well by accident, or maybe by through through shitty means. Right. That um, are, well, I manifest. No, you did not. You did not manifest it. Where does prayer fall into this? Not my thing. Uh, it's 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 putting it out me, there. It's putting out me, the universe. Right here. Here's where I think the bigger. I don't even say it's a problem, but the 
I, I what's interesting to me about the culture of like you know manifestation in general and all that other stuff like law of attraction stuff and everything else I think there are a lot of people and this is actually one of the things that made me turn on it and start reading other stuff there are people that will say okay yeah you know I can help you do this but you know I, I can help you learn how to manifest the life you want but take my online course for five easy payments of seventy nine ninety five. And it is a bit predatory because there are some people that look at that as... Are you calling Andrew Tate a predator? Well, there are some people... I don't, I don't know that he's... <laughs> he had, a, co- he had, a, he had a university for $50. Now, I'm not saying that some of these people aren't delivering value and all that other stuff, but there are plenty of people that are very predatory about that because they're really, in, in my opinion, in going through it, and I feel like I've seen a life from a lot of different angles, there's... Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Some people that just are are conf- are confused, lost, looking for something to be passionate about and want motivation. Would Tony Robbins fall in that category? Tony Robbins is one of the best that's ever done that kind of stuff. He charges an absolutely obscene amount he's of money. A finesse king, though. He's, I don't think he's, he's incredible about the stuff that he put out there. Like he's, but he, but here's the thing. Oh, but I, I look at him the way I look at Joel Olstein. But I'm going to lose a lot of people. I, but by I, going but here's further. the thing, though. I got to be honest with you. I think in both cases, you're you're surrounding around the same thing. And this is a very tricky, tricky, tricky subject. It's based on the same concept. This and, frankly, all religions, okay? Belief. It's making you believe you can accomplish something. My argument is if you believe you can pull something off, okay, and you believe you're, whether it's going to, I'm going to be successful or I'm going to marry Justin Bieber and all these other things, you will start naturally training your brain to look for the things that are the breadcrumbs towards that goal. That's right. what your that's what your brain does. So, I read a a book and uh, it was based on it was it was a, like a book on just how your brain works, and we as human beings are trained to look for problems. Was it a book about how your brain works? I would love that. No, book. No, if you I have a copy that book of that, right. no. <laughs> if you have a you copy of that, that book, book. <laughs> you're trained to look for problems because your 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 you know your brain isn't saying, oh hey, we're in the year twenty. 23 and you know we have computers and phones and all this other stuff your brain's like okay you know it's cold outside i've got to eat it's, you know you're you're trained to survive you're like anxiety in general they i think they said something in the book to the level of anxiety is one of the best uh, and most important survival tools that humans could have ever hoped for because it's what train them to essentially always it's be like worried when it's going to snow you want to get but, the eggs yeah, built yeah that kind of thing yep. so what what happens is when you you can go in a lot of different directions but you, your brain's a muscle like anything else so when you're thinking of something you actually are your brain's wired in a way that it's easier to think of that thought but over and over that's and over why again. i'm so cynical though when it comes to the tony robbins of the world and and anybody motivational um that i don't find genuine which is super rare that i find someone genuine 
Um, I feel like I owe a list of people that I think are so, genuine. So but you would argue that Tony Robbins... I think he's done more good than bad. I'm not saying that. That's my point. I think no, he's done more good no, than bad. No, I'm not saying he should stop what he's doing, but right. here's just why I personally don't subscribe to a lot of those things. I've, I'm an avid reader. I've never read a self-help book in my life. Neither have I. I've probably read over 100 books in my adult life that I can recall right now. And I, I don't think I've... I picked a few up. I can't get through it. Especially the ones that, that use curse words. Not because I'm offended by cursing. I just know what you're doing. I feel like you're pandering a little bit to me and, and people like me that are like, oh, am I, am, I weird? am I soft or am I insecure for reading this book? No, it says the F word on it, so I'm good. That annoys me. But different conversation. But I, I like listening to but people. I think it's a business model of praise on, weak, on a lot of weak people. I would agree. Where same as psychics, same as mediums. And you know how I've always felt yeah, about but, things but like you that. you have that percentage that are going to take that and run with it and go with it. But for the majority of the people they're looking for, I believe, a reason or, or um, not a reason, the, uh, the hope. You know, my hope is going to be in this book and my future is going to be in this seminar. And my thoughts are going to be, uh, if I manifest this, I'm going to get the job, I'm going to get the house. But that's all they do. As they long, do nothing more than that. As long as you, in my opinion, understand, I think this is kind of my whole point of this second half is understanding that it goes both ways, right? Just like anything in the world, there's a good and there's a bad of it. So like I've always, I saw a thing with John Mellencamp and I think Stephen King once, and it was about um, bad creative energy. And they were like, why do you have thousands of songs that are unreleased? Why do you have hundreds of books that are unreleased? So well, if I don't keep writing, I'm going to start creating bad things. I'm a creative person. I think I'll start creating bad scenarios. I'll become reasons to be afraid. It doesn't, I forgot how he said it, but it was something along the lines of like, it doesn't just work to your benefit. It's something that that actually gets, um, it, 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 and I, I experienced this because I, I think I'm a creative person and I, I go through these phases where I'm just creating that everyone's mad at me or because I don't have enough going on and I just start creating bad things. And I think that's a, a super real possibility. And if you can, if you could find a way to be excited about using your brain to create all the good, you should be equally as cautious or nervous or wary, whatever word you want to use, that it, that you can use that same energy to go bad. And I think the disappointment of when something doesn't work after you wrote it down on a blood moon while it was eclipsing a bird that was taking a shit or whatever goes, you know, whatever those things are, and it doesn't work, I think that fall is so much harder. When it it, I feel like, Failure is something that a lot of the people, and these are the people that I hope people are listening to, have failed, right? You need to hear, oh, I failed, I failed, I failed. You got to realize that, you know, listen to the tone in people's voices. They're older. Like, they've been through a lot of stuff. And Al, BLK, was a really loud failure. And we could argue it wasn't, right? We can. We, we did a great job. We built a brand. It's still up and running. We have nothing to do with it. But as far as getting something that we put in, maybe you have a different opinion, for me, it was a loud failure. We were on TV. We were doing a lot of things. There was a, there was crow to eat there. I think that I probably couldn't disagree more, to okay. be honest with you. But so you I, mentally, I got nothing no, out of it. No, but I'll tell you why. It comes down first, and this is, and it's good that you said you haven't read anything because it, it is that attitude that is very important to adjust, you know, one way or another because here's what, what, what happens. You're talking about your definition of success and my definition of success might very well be two different things, okay? And what's important is you 
have things. I, I, I look at many aspects of that project that are massive failures. Sure. In the sense of, you know, number one, have you been ridiculed about anything more in your life? No, I, I actually look at it and, no, and say we... Uh, pretty publicly, like, not, often. I got to be honest with you. I mean, look, that's a brand that made millions of dollars that we that would not have happened if we weren't doing what we were For, doing. like, 300,000 retailers and everyone but you and I. So to that, what you're saying is, did it, did it make us money? A professional no, failure no, no, versus no, right. a personal did you, failure. Uh, not just money. Did you feel a little bit fulfilled? Do you Do you feel... Do you look back with an ounce of fondness outside of... The camaraderie that was there way before the company. Well, let's. This we is what we went in with our best friends, so it wasn't a matter yeah. of all oh, the friends you made. But let's think about this, okay? Then uh, my retort to that is that a failure of a project and a product and our work product, or was it a failure of human relationships? That's what I'm saying. Professional versus personal. It's not a success either way. No, it's a, it's 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 extraordinarily significant that you define that. But why can't it be both failures? Because it you're, was for me. Because number one, you're establishing failure as a destination. Number one, that that that's the first thing that I would say you have to take backwards because you're saying, okay, this failed. So that to me is a beginning and an end, right? Well, let me put it to you this way: in BLK, from how hard we worked and some of the people that appreciated the, what we did and, and, and really enjoyed working with us, we made contacts and connections that to this day, you know, we still are one way or another associated with. Uh, there's an understanding of how a business works that you would have never understood otherwise. But the only thing I understood out of it, of how that business works, is that I no longer want to be a part of it. Okay. So, so let, I learned... Right, it was still it, a lesson, all right, but you So still... let me break it out to you this way, okay? We didn't make a single dollar off that that product. That can't be repeated okay. enough. Okay. Like, no, no, but no I mean to everyone else. Yeah, I think yeah. people think that there was money. I am worth $1.5 million on Google since the BLK days. That's when it started. The amount of not true that is, is is insane. So when I talk about it, like, I, I think people, that's what I mean. When people, I think, look and they say, oh, like they had this water brand and we traveled the country for it and whatever. You got the highlights on TV, right? There were no, but to me, I think when we're going out there talking about what we want to be, and we're having these parties and we're doing launches. And it's, it, it, in my opinion, it does feel like a failure and a waste of, first of all, a great marketing opportunity with a show like that. Um... The only thing I really learned is not to trust people at the top simply because they're at the top. It Whoever's was, in charge of running it, your show. Look, it's the kind of thing where that was a very hard lesson, right? I don't look at it like a failure because, frankly, I don't think that had anything to do with us because that company is still in existence today to the point where I still get tweets about it. We're still impacting oh, I, all that the brand. Time. Yeah, I, so, all the time. Yep. You know, to me, I don't look at it like a failure because how many other people would have taken a brand like that and been able to get it out there in the first place? I mean, that thing made millions of dollars. The fact that we didn't see it, frankly, had nothing even to do with the company. But, you know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of context behind this. But the idea is that that is a failure of relationships on a very different scale that you're going to need a, an entire season of podcasts to cover. But the truth of the matter is you walk away from that and you say, OK, am I going to get resentful? OK, and Check. act a certain kind of a way which can lead you to be so after that. Actually, no, nah, that's an old. No, I'm just no, 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 actually, I'm very, very happy to bring it up. I'm going to tell you why. This is actually the perfect little segue. I read my first self-help style book and I got really into all of this stuff after BLK because I was so angry 
that I could hear me almost arguing with people that weren't in the room when I tried to go and do anything after, which people, frankly, weren't even making easy for me. And here's a, here's a fact, okay? Do you know that I, I started four other water brands after that, all of which paid? You know, just from the contacts that were made there, everybody that was super happy to get on the phone. But you did you did notice, and this is a little bit of my, or maybe you indirectly or, or subconsciously learned, you didn't promote them the same way. Because well, you, you were like, I don't want, I can't do sure. this again. Well, I can't put sure. myself out there you're again as, a, as yeah. this water guy when it didn't work. Sure. You, you liked that business a lot more than I did. No, I went yeah, into writing immediately you, after. You, you're and not denying that we've had this conversation. You know, I don't see any of that as a failure because of the relationships you made, the knowledge you got from it. The biggest failures are the biggest learning experiences. And I always say to you and to both of you, look at that as if you had a, co- you had a college education, all right, in branding, uh, you're putting it on the supermarket shelf, what, what we all learned, you, what your kids learned and the connections you made is invaluable. So yes, there was a tremendous failure on a personal level, but on a professional level, you learned but, so But it's much. also the domino effect in, in, in of everything else. You have to understand, I, I had, I left that learning, there are two things that I took away from when I, when I started reading some stuff. I said, two rules I'm going to try and live by. One was, you know, whatever you touch, make it better. And number two, somebody's always watching. And I'll give you a perfect example. We are sitting in a room right now, okay, where there's plenty of things in this room that would not exist because of BLK. And I'll give you an example right there, okay? Adam Padilla is not in our life if it isn't for that, for that brand. Maybe not in the capacity that... Um, we would have never had a reason to work with him. There, yeah, you could argue maybe no, we would have met him. We would have met him either way, but, but we Adam wouldn't have had to work. Adam's an yeah. amazing art guy. And, Adam and, the creator, give him the right shit. Amazing give, help marketing him out person. Right Very you know, good friend, but the relationship. That's Adam, what I said. Who, who Adam the creator on Instagram. Amazing, life amazing influence on you, especially. Yeah. Okay, who, I would argue that he's had as big of an impact on you creatively as anybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, on a short list for yeah. sure. He's on a short list. So my point is, there are people that you're going to walk away from. You know, I talk. You know, uh, some of the best advice I ever got in my life was from our lawyer, Nick. Yeah. You know, Ken Sadowski was a guy I, I learned a million things from. People don't know. Um, but, you know, just amazing people that are in that field. The point is, these people paid attention. And later on in life, when we're in a situation where you're away from some of the things that kind of could constrict success for one reason or another, they could be guiding lights to a better thing. So the reason, and you seem a little bit more evolved off of this, and it's funny is I think... I I really don't ha- uh, harbor resentment towards that time, right? I'm just more speaking as if this were years ago, so people can understand where 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 once where I once stood on it. But this is the reason I bring up BLK, and I didn't want to get lost because we're getting towards the end here. Um, the one thing that everyone that was mandatory in everyone's office was a vision board. Now, to your point, right? So that yes. was the our yeah. culture from again from the top. That I think that's why it burnt. I mean, you were more upset in in the moment than I was when, we, and we left at separate times. But um, I, when I left the company, I wasn't upset because I left on my own accord. It was when the popcorn idea got stolen that I got upset. Uh, <laughs> we're here, right? I Fuck mean, it. Right? So, so that that's that's my thing. And I think when you're told um, at a young age, I was what twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. 
you know, put the put that car on the board. It's going to be great. And all you need to do is envision this. I've been successful before. And just that was the company directive from the top was just envision. And that's all it's going to be. And we thought we were working hard because of that. I think. And when you have sorry, but when you have someone that's able to influence people because they're older or they're more successful or maybe they fell into the success that they've fallen into, they can convince themselves that they did more than they did. And I think it's really harmful when you're telling people, especially of a certain age in their in their prime years of learning that all you have to do is put a picture of Mercedes on your wall and answer the phone that you're going to do great. It, it stings a little bit when you don't. It, it's, it, it's a, you know, I think that one of the, the things, you know, look, I learned lessons even recently. I took a lot of lessons away about leadership from that in particular. And there's a, a certain style and way that I like to work with people and, and, put myself out there and, and stuff like that, that I think about those things often, uh, you know, probably it's, it's probably one of the things too, to go back like to your point, right? You can't have a meeting and say, Hey, you know what? We need sales. That's not a thing. Like the, you, you're, you don't just say, Hey, end game. And then think about it. You have to really buy in to what the process is just the same way. If you want to get in shape, you can't wake up and say, you know, I, I want big muscles and wake up tomorrow. And, and that's it. Hey, gym, you know what you, you know what you got to do? You know you got to you, you got to cut your body fat down and get your muscle uh, you know your muscle mass up. Like obviously, you have to do the work. You have to look in to you have to look inwards and say, "Okay, what am I going to do?" Now, I think that to me there's a, a a big success story with that because the people that really that are still very much a huge part of our life, okay? Uh, went through that together and stuck together. You know, we went, I, I learned, here's something I learned with that whole thing. Okay. You can, and this is a great, uh, something I learned in, 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 in a book. Uh, are you ready to, are you ready to be succeed or are you ready, are you ready to be successful or are you ready to succeed? Uh, it's my favorite self-help book that's out there. And they said one time in it that they, they gave a, a story about a guy who's walking down the street and there's a homeless man sitting on the, the side of the road and he hands him five dollars and he spits in his hands and the next day he walks by hands a guy five dollars and he calls him a, whatever name he calls him and the guy who's handing the money is this really successful ceo dude and he's walking with this intern and the intern looks at him and he goes i gotta ask you a question every time you walk by that guy you know you hand him money wouldn't it be better off just to give him a job you know it's better off right well he goes yeah you're right and i did do that it was a couple of years ago I saw him. He was sitting there. I took him to a barbershop. I got him cleaned up. I got him some clothes. I gave him a job because he was the greatest guy. And about six weeks later, you know, he had a, a problem. And next thing you know, he's back on the street again. And, you know, every time I see him, I hand him money. He goes, well, that doesn't make any sense. He goes, you know, the guy treats you horrible and all this stuff. He goes, well, look, I'm me because I am the type of person that when I see somebody that needs help, I help them. Okay. And I'm not going to let some guy who's sitting on the streets calling me all kinds of names tell me how I'm going to treat other people. He goes, if you're going to be a good person, you're going to be a good person through and through. You're not going to rise to the level of how you're treated back. And I thought that was a really interesting thing because we've seen people that when they're successful, treat people like gold. But when their back's against the wall, all of a sudden they become a different person. That is not the core of a good person. So Chris, to your, to, to, to your point too, you can then have that big house and all that money, okay? But it really does come down to who 
are you at your core? Because you're just that same guy that would screw people over or whatever, you know, but it's just harder to get to that point because there's a shell. And, and that's the thing I don't want to get lost because I, I spend a lot of time talking about success and all that. And it's really and anyone that knows me knows this is true. I don't really care about monetary success all that much. I don't care about making a lot of money. I'd like to like as much. I, I do care about it, but it doesn't it's not what drives me at all. I like I like feeling like I did a good job. I like feeling like I made an impact and I like feeling creative. I like feeling I like seeing my work come to, to life. That's what I mean when I say failing. I don't feel fulfilled when at the end of something. So oh, I've made a lot of money and times that I didn't enjoy what I was doing. And I, I didn't consider it a success. I've left loudly right. left situations where I was doing well. So we have just under an hour right now. Me, so I want to let me ask you this question. People go about their day really quick. Do you think that feeling that you get in looking back on anything as a failure is helpful for you in creating a better situation as a day-to-day existence? Yeah, I know. It, it gives you lines to color within. Like, you know what you don't want. I know what I, I know what kind of situation I don't want. I know what industry I don't want. I know what kind of people I want to be around and don't want. So and that but, comes from experience. But do you not say to yourself, I'm in a certain position. I feel a certain way about myself right now. And go through your head everything you've gone through to get to that point and get mad. Does that not happen? Uh, it's impossible yeah. to say it doesn't happen. Of I mean, it happens to me. Yeah, happens everybody. Mad all the, time, right? yeah. the point I think a lot of the manifestation stuff and the positivity stuff is that thought process, okay, will help you, will essentially guide you in a direction that makes you make certain decisions. And maybe it makes you pick up the phone a little bit more pissed off than you would have if you weren't thinking about it. So, you know, the, the idea of it is if you think about good things, you're, you're going to come off much more positive to other people and more positive results will well, logically it's, it's follow is what people think. And I think that we are all big dreamers here. We dream big. This family dreams big. But the difference is we put the work in behind it. And I think that for those people that, you know, you manifest, you manifest, great. And that's all, and you should. You should always, you know, reach for the brass ring, always. But you have to put the work in behind it. So there's that argument, is manifestation just uh, a bullshit thing, or is it real if you put the work in behind it? Yeah, I mean, thinking positive and doing yeah. the right thing will always pay off. Or I'm sorry, it won't always pay off. Right. That's my point. Right. And it's, it's always the right thing to do. It's part it, of a process. But don't do it because you want money and, and fame do it because it's the right thing to do right and then and then hopefully you know things will kind of the follow you whatever you're follows. looking for follows that yeah. but and maybe that's the point i don't really know um did we stay on topic we kind of went all over the place but the, i i believe the moral of the story is dream big put it out there but put the work in behind it's not going to come in a fairy tale it's you also have to look at it too you to, if you're manifesting on podcast okay you're putting your personality out there it's all right if it's all over the place you're just being authentically you yep all right who wants the last word just one word. Last word. Word. I just restarted the podcast. We were done. I hit unrecord. Is that not a thing? Mom, Gary Janetti, my guy, one of my favorite people on Twitter and Instagram on anything. What did he tweet? Great love for Gary Janetti. Anyway, I see that he uh, Instagrammed. Work hard and all your dreams will come true if you're under 30 and attractive and know someone. You actually don't even have to work hard. And then in the comment he put, it works at 32 with good skin care. Goodbye.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.